Hey, it's Brian McElhatton here with the ABC 21 Daily Podcast. It's August 4th, 2021. I want to begin with some housekeeping. Uh, yesterday's episode was a bit different, you'll notice, if you listened. That's because uh, we had some technical issues here. We were up against a deadline. So uh, what we did was we took the recording of our 6 o'clock newscast and we put it on the podcast platform. So that's why it sounded different. Maybe some of you like that better than what we normally do, which is create our own audio newscast here. Uh, but we're going to go back to the way things have been uh, with original podcast material. Uh, but if you like the newscast better, just let us know. Maybe we'll make some changes. Who knows? Uh, but we do want to begin uh, with COVID-19 on this episode. And the health officer down in Huntington County says he is frustrated with people who get positive COVID-19 tests and just go back to life as normal, meeting with people, uh, hanging out in groups with people. He says that's causing big problems in Huntington County. Here's Corinne Rose. If you are positive, stay at home. Huntington County's public health officer says two large gatherings contributed to rising cases there, keeping the county in orange on the state's COVID map for the second week in a row. Dr. Matt Flieger says he's particularly frustrated that people aren't taking their positive test results seriously. Here's what's super frustrating and, and the clearest message I can. People are getting tested, coming back positive, and knowingly and, and just being very flippant about having COVID. They're fine with going out and just being amongst people. They don't really care. They think it's the flu. And then they're just like, I'm just going to keep living my life. However, he says each person who tests positive can easily spread the Delta variant to eight or nine people, which is significantly more than in the early days of the pandemic. This was really a wake-up call to those who are eligible for vaccination and haven't taken advantage of it yet. Allen County's health commissioner says that's because local hospitals are treating and admitting more and more COVID patients. We are occasionally seeing a case of a vaccinated person require hospitalization, but it's the minority, the vast, vast majority of people who are hospitalized are unvaccinated. Allen County remained in the yellow category for a second week, but Dr. Sutter says that's not necessarily good news because the case count and positivity rate both went up. We're currently in yellow and, you know, we'll remain that way unless our daily case count is getting over about 105 or our uh, positivity rate goes above 10%. Now that could happen and it could happen as early as next week based on what we're seeing with the numbers right now. However, Dr. Sutter says moving into the orange category won't necessarily trigger restrictions like mandatory masking or limits on gatherings unless the hospitals get overwhelmed. He says besides getting vaccinated, another thing that will help contain the spread is if everyone masks up when indoors, regardless of their vaccination status. Corinne Rose, ABC 21. At the same time, colleges and universities are trying to figure out what their mask policies might be, and they're preparing to make adjustments on the fly. That's the case at Purdue-Fort Wayne, where a committee met today. They expect to make mask recommendations to the chancellor tomorrow. Uh, Tyler Brummett is on the campus learning more about that. Well, right now at PFW, masks are still optional indoors for people who are vaccinated. But with cases rising and the CDC issuing new guidance last week, students and staff are wondering if they'll be forced to put on a mask when classes get underway later this month. Purdue Fort Wayne's campus sitting quiet Wednesday afternoon. However, that will change in just a few weeks as students return for the fall semester. I'm very much looking forward to uh, 
learning more in my field of interest. Aiden Klani is an incoming freshman at PFW. He's hoping he won't have to wear a mask when he starts his college career, but says he will if it's required. I think that ultimately it should be up to people to decide. I am probably going to continue to follow any sort of guidelines that might be in place to keep others safe. Last year, there were all sorts of restrictions because of the pandemic. And when activities did take place on campus, the masks were on. That changed, though, in June. PFW saying face coverings would not be required indoors if you're vaccinated. But with the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention shifting back to a masking recommendation in areas with high community spread, will the university reverse course? We don't know just yet. We are in discussions about about that, but we are very clearly concerned about the health and safety of our employees and our students. So that comes first in our considerations. PFW Prepared has made recommendations throughout the pandemic. The group met Wednesday afternoon to come up with a plan. Nothing will be released until an actual decision is made by university leadership. Parents like Beth Carlin. Um, <laughs> I've been wearing my mask indoors. Wants the school to make changes to its current plan. I think that the safest thing would be to, to mask up vaccinated or not vaccinated it looks like the delta variant is still transmissible by vaccinated people and so i think that wearing a mask is more important and as summer break comes to an end parents and students are hopeful this school year will be a safe one tyler brummett abc 21 news and as all of that is happening employers are still struggling to find workers you've seen the now hiring signs in front of almost every business in the area Today, 70 different companies got together. They held a job fair at Purdue Fort Wayne, and uh, they're willing to do just about anything to get you in the door. Here's Jeff Newmeyer. I was walking through the uh, campus ballroom today where the uh, companies all had their uh, tables set up. One HR manager went out of her way, tracked me down, uh, really, she, with a company from Kenderville, telling me that she uh, wanted to go into her employer's story keen on getting the word out about uh, the fact that they have job openings that they're trying to fill at that company. 74 companies had a physical presence in that Purdue Fort Wayne ballroom this afternoon, hoping to meet with uh, and also court job candidates, everybody from skilled tradespeople, nurses, IT personnel, even general laborers. At the halfway point of the job fair, I was told 80 job seekers had showed up, exploring opportunities on display. The pressure companies feel to hire is evident when you consider that there are about 14,000 online postings for job openings. That was last month in Northeast Indiana alone. Job seeker Brenda Barton, who recently moved here from Colorado, told me she was startled to find the level of pay and benefits many employers were pushing to candidates. Ottenweller Company out of Fort Wayne has dozens or a few dozen job openings it's trying to fill, including spots for welders and machinists. And you don't have to walk in the door with advanced training. We're going to help you with tuition reimbursement. We're going to help you. If, hey, if you're a person that can show up on time, you show a dedication to being early and a team player, uh, we're an organization that will help you grow and develop. That's the bottom line. Come in, show us what you got. What have you been doing with your life? That um, I'm like really amazed that there, there's no excuse for not having a job because they're saying that they will hire anybody as long as you're showing your worth. Now, Ottenweller is offering those welder and machinist candidates 3 and $4 an hour more than what it did pre-pandemic. And you might get an extra 3 to $4 an hour if you're willing to cover spots on second or third shifts. At job fairs, uh, we tend to think job seekers have to be the ones on the offensive to try and get uh, noticed by these companies. Well, I, actually, right now, companies 
they're kind of taking on more of that role. And another employer hiring right now, just about every school district, is looking for bus drivers. They say they really need people to drive the buses to get the kids to school and back home again on time and safely. So if you're interested in being a bus driver, again, uh, they're offering uh, more money than they ever had before, really, and some benefits there that they haven't usually offered. So you can check with your local school district about bus driving opportunities if you are so inclined. Thanks for listening to the ABC 21 Daily. I'm Brian McElhadden. We'll be back again tomorrow with more news. Thanks for listening. We really do appreciate it. Take care.